Welcome to POP. My name is Pastor Tony Katko, and this is a shortened version of our sermon from October 9th. For the next three weeks, we're doing a series called Grow, Serve, Give, and it's focused on stewardship. Now, stewardship is one of those words we don't really use outside of the church. And so a steward is simply someone who's responsible for taking care of something that doesn't belong to them. And that's how we are called to view our lives as Christians. Everything in this world belongs to God, and we get to take care of it for a little while. For our individual lives, that means that how we use our time and our skills and our resources, those are all questions of stewardship. But our focus this week is grow. How do we grow in this? How do we do a better job of using what God has given us in life? As I was thinking about growth, I came across this passage from Luke chapter 17. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. So here the disciples are asking Jesus, how do we grow? Give us more faith. And here's how Jesus answers. The Lord replied, if you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you could say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea and it would obey you. Now Jesus does this a lot. He didn't answer their question. And whenever he does this, usually that means that they're asking the wrong thing. They ask Jesus, help us to grow, get more faith. And Jesus says, you don't need any more. If you have just the tiniest amount of faith, like a mustard seed, and you use it, that's more than enough to do something incredible with your life. Now, mustard seeds are these tiny little seeds, and the plants themselves are weeds. There's nothing special about them. And I imagine that's how the disciples are seeing themselves. We're just these normal people, but we want to be more. Help us grow. They don't want to be those little shrubs, mustard plants. They want to be like the cedars of Lebanon, these impressive trees they talk about in the Bible. In the U.S., we might imagine like the redwoods or the sequoias, because that's what we want, right? We want to keep growing bigger and make our mark on the world. But maybe that's the problem. The goal as disciples is not endless growth for growth's sake. Growing as disciples means making better use out of what we already have. Jesus says, look, even if you have just a little bit to work with, like a mustard seed, that's more than enough. But that seed doesn't do any good unless you plant it, unless you use it. So here's what growth looks like for a disciple of Jesus. Instead of wishing we had more, Jesus calls us to do more with what we already have. I mean, we see what it's like when people spend their lives chasing more and more, and it's never enough. It's never fulfilling. When you look in nature, things are constantly growing and shrinking. There's this balance. Things are dying and then giving birth to new life. But there is one life form that lives by that model of endless growth. You know what it is? Cancer. Cancer keeps growing and expanding for the sake of its own growth until it kills what it's a part of. And that's what we see happening when we look at people with too much ambition. Think about how Vladimir Putin is leading Russia right now. Think about politicians who compromise their values for more power because all they care about is getting elected again. Life isn't about getting more. Fulfillment comes by doing more with what we already have. I wanna tell you about this church called North Community. 
This is one of the places that our worship arts director, Q, served before we came to peace. Now in the 70s, North Community was a large, vibrant congregation. It was bigger than peace was at the time. But over the years, it got smaller and smaller, and eventually they were worshiping around 30. But this small congregation had a sizable endowment, about $2 million of funds that were really well invested, and so it continued to grow. That fund could have kept paying their expenses for the foreseeable future. And there were some members that said, look, we're shrinking, but we don't need to change. We have enough money to keep this church running until we all die, and then after that last funeral is paid for, then it can close. But that's not what they decided to do. They decided to close the church and use that wealth to breathe life into the community. Jacob's Porch is the Lutheran campus ministry on OSU. And at this time, when North Community was closing, they were going through a crisis. Their property was jointly owned by the Missouri Synod and the ELCA, and the Missouri Synod decided they wanted out. So they told Jacob's Porch, you've either got to pay us for your half of what the property is worth, which would be around $800,000. They had no way of getting that. Or they would have to sell the property and split the proceeds. So that's what they were going to have to do. But then North Community heard what was going on and they gave Jacob's Porch the money they needed to buy their half. So Jacob's Porch would not still be around today as a campus ministry if it were not for this tiny, generous congregation. At the same time, the food pantry on Champion Avenue was facing a difficult reality. Their facility wasn't in good enough condition to continue to use it. And so North Community bought the house that was for sale next to that food pantry so they could use it as office space. And they paid for the existing building to re be refurbished so it can continue to meet the needs of the community. That LSS food pantry on Champion Avenue would not still be there today if it were not for that tiny, generous congregation that was in the process of dying. The last thing they did was to sell their building. Now they were on Morse Road, and so they had plenty of good offers from developers. But instead, they sold their property to this young, growing congregation for next to nothing. But they made an agreement that this new church would have to continue to serve their community meal and the other outreach ministries that North Community was running. And so Scarlet City Church is right now worshiping and thriving in that building, serving the community to this day because of that small, generous church that decided to use their resources well. So what about peace? We, luckily, are not a small, dying congregation. We're doing well. But we're also not a megachurch. And you know what? That's not our goal. Our calling is not to be the biggest, wealthiest church around. Our calling is to be good stewards over what we have. To use the resources already around us to do the most good that we can in this community and in this world. It's thanks to your offerings that we're able every year to give $10,000 to Lutheran Social Services, $6,000 to Southeast Testament, $18,000 to Gehanna Residents in Need, $22,000 to First English, $15,000 to the Haitian Timon Foundation, and on and on. 
It's thanks to the time and resources you give that we're able to have these staff that invest in family ministries, provide opportunities for children and students throughout the year. And there are so many other ways that God is already at work using what we have in this community of faith. So we, what we wanna think about during this stewardship season is how do each of us want to invest in these ministries at peace, both in our time and in our offerings? We've been blessed as a church with a lot to offer this community, but that seed doesn't do any good unless you plant it and use it. Jesus calls all of us to look at what we already have, to see how we can use our time, our talents, our treasures, and serve God's kingdom in this world. Thank you.